0: Hello guys, we are back, back with you in a new year, in a new year,
1: a new decade,
0: a new decade. It's 2020 and 2020. we are really happy to be back on the mic starting this new season here. Well, I guess it's still the same season. It's, it's kind of a new season. So, I mean, it wasn't winter yet when the last time we recorded was so technically right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now
1: it is winter and I hate and winter s- and I am depressed. <laughs> yes, but please guys, send us cards and candy.
0: We have a fantastic episode inaugural 2020 episode ready for you, episode 19 today. We're gonna break down some of the huge movies that are coming out in 2020. So there's a lot to be excited about. We're gonna give some hot takes on some things that are gonna happen this year. So Or might not. (laughs) Or might not, but here are those are gonna be our hot take, bold prediction, and downright outrageous. And then finally, to end the episode, we're gonna introduce a cool new we'll call it segment i don't know thing we're going to be doing called the banter movie club it's a game it's it's is it a game it's a
1: game all we do is play games okay well and then we're going to draw our first movie for the banter movie club unfortunately it will not be a goofy movie and it
0: won't be a goofy movie all right we'll be right back with you on the other side of the intro
1: Wes. Yes, dear. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? You know, it's been a while. Yeah, it's we're back. It's new year. It is it a new year? Is it a new you? No, Barry. I'm still I'm I'm still on my on my, on my <laughs> I don't know what it, what, I, what is that phrase? I, it's usually a bad word. Never mind. I'm just gonna skip.
0: <laughs> Do you have a New Year's resolution, Wes?
1: Um, get a job after I graduate. That makes sense. Yep. Um, not get fired from said job. Okay. Part Um, part two. Part two. Okay. Um, call my friends from school after I get said job. Call all regularly. That's
0: your resolution: just to call your friends after you get a job that you haven't lost regularly.
1: Oh, regularly. Is is that like a part two or like 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 you get the job? I don't suck at the job, so I get don't get fired. That's like a that one's gonna be like prolonged, you know? Oh. Uh, and then so that'll be like a twenty twenty resolution and then a twenty twenty one resolution and, and then twenty twenty two and then Sounds like a cop out to me. Well, I'm not done. And then and then commit to calling my friends regularly after I get that job. Good. You know, we're trying to be wholesome. Good, good. It, would I be included in that list? I sure hope so.
0: Nice. All right, cool. I'm glad to be included in his friends. Do you have any resolutions, Pear Bear? Do I have any resolutions? Well, this was actually tough because last year I made the resolution uh, challenge I guess of watching every single animated Disney movie mm-hmm. in the year and I did accomplish that and it was honestly crazy because when I, when I finished Fantasia on day after Christmas I think I was like man it seems like just yesterday I started watching all these movies but it was Aww, a whole, whole year ago you so know cute. so I watched every single one in 2019 and then I ranked them all you did you did do that on my blog the com, which is pretty cool mm-hmm. um Humble brag. Humble brag. Shameless plug. Absolutely. So that was really cool. Uh, This year, though, I was trying to think, like, what's a good challenge? Like, should I commit to watching all the Pixar movies? But I kind of watch most of them anyway. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not much of a challenge. Uh, And I ended up going with... I I only went to about 15 movies in theaters last year. So for 2020, I'm hoping to double it. I'm hoping for... My goal is to watch 30 movies in theaters this year. Wow, so that's a lot. I'd love to do even up to maybe 35 realistically, but we'll see. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) The crazy thing is, a lot of like big like movie blogs expect, in order to be a critic, you have to watch about 125 a year, not necessarily in theaters. So many hours. Yeah, but you have to watch like 125 movies each year, like new ones, new movies. Yeah. Oh dear. Which is nuts. Uh, I
1: could never do that. No. So that's that's like But we're gonna go for thirty. Y- yeah, let's do thirty. Let's do thirty. And, and I think it's possible. I'm gonna see why not. Because we
0: were we definitely uh were looking through some of the big movies coming up this year and there's at least thirty that are that that I'm excited see? about. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, for sure. So and we're gonna have to bring that down to our top five in a little bit here. So was that was was that hard for you? <laughs> yes, to choose my top five. Well, actually, I gotta even we're, we'll do this in a little bit, but uh, before we get there, I just I, I should mention my list will be without animated movies. So I don't know if mine is. I don't remember. <laughs> do whatever you want. I took out. I will the, do whatever I want. I took out all the animateds because I know that there's Soul, there's Um, Onward, and Raya and the Last Dragon. Mm. are all disney animated movies coming out next year and they would probably all get a spot on my list just because just because by default right so i took them out i was like "Ah, there's some other movies that i feel like are more interesting to talk about Mm -hmm. rather than i'm rather than me just obligatorily putting right a pixar movie on my top five because it's a pixar Mm -hmm. movie so i'm doing without animation but wes uh i think i hopefully settled our our villains debate no you didn't by uh, that scar is a top five villain you can do whatever you want but i still disagree by uh, after i created that uh Apparently that's a biased scale that you did okay, on yourself by yourself a little bias a little bias but, little biased? but it's you, le- did it, you did it yourself but it's less bias mm-hmm. than if i was to just rank them mm-hmm. is it not because i had to give them all an equal scale so f- to fill you guys in at home after i ranked all 58 disney movies i also worked on a formula to rank disney villains west has told me he does not believe Scar is a top five Disney villain and he thinks that Hans is an elite Disney villain. I don't know if he said top five. He just said elite, I think. I don't even remember. So I created a formula. The formula is based on five categories. Uh, Basically, the categories have to do with the amount of influence or intimidation factor, deviousness, motivation, um, the strength or magical power that each villain possesses, and their movie success and the their villain, villain song. song which is probably like one that that's where the bias comes in because some people don't think the song matters that much but i don't think my bias about the i don't think i have bias about the songs you know basically if it's an if it's a song that people think is great it's getting a four or a five probably you know if it's a full length song that people sing it's getting a four or a five but if it does not have a song that's where, like, so people. Some people have told me like Maleficent is their favorite villain. Sorry, she couldn't end up at the very top because she doesn't sing a song in my ranking. But Scar ended up number three. Hmm. So, and I think he was cemented in there. As I think. The top I
1: think you're missing a category. What should? What am I missing? Resolve. What? What do you, What do you mean by resolve? Because the second Scar was confronted, he lost in about two minutes of screen time. Y- yes, yes. But I think what you're saying is like. It's because he physically couldn't. No, it's because he's, he's a wimp. Couldn't handle Simba. He's a wimp, bro. He didn't get beat by Simba. He got beat by the hyenas. <laughs> well, okay, that was,
0: yes, that was at the end. But I think that still has to do more with physical strength. Like And, no. and I gave him a, a, no, resolve a very low Resolve is a, resolve is a
1: mentality.
0: Away. But you got to admit, Scar is very, his motivation is very strong. He is very devious. And he has a great villain song. You sang it. In uh, elementary school? Fifth grade.
1: Fifth grade? Sixth grade? Fifth grade? (laughs) (laughs) So... I sang it better than he did, too. Bet. The guy who plays Scar is not a great singer.
0: You want to know a fun fact? Desperately. So, Jeremy Irons, the voice of Scar, sang Mm -hmm. the song, and uh, he actually lost his voice while performing it in, like, recording Jim Cummings, the legend himself. He's a legendary Disney voice actor. Finished it, uh, and he also voiced Scar in the flashback scene in uh, The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. So, we're hoping to do like a Disney tune episode at some point, and Jim Cummings will come up
1: a A lot. lot. He is in like all of them, which is crazy. Whatever you say, Perry. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you have your little Disney fight, but I'm still right. Okay, well, all right. I think Scar is a top-five villain. Anyway,
0: uh, <laughs> Wes, did you watch uh, Rise of Skywalker? I did. I did. We haven't had a chance to talk about it. I,
1: we haven't, have Not we? Not, like, at all. Have we even texted about it? I think briefly. You, I think I just you said just I told saw it. You, you just said you liked it, you know? I did like you it. You said I, law- I saw it and I liked it. That's what you told me. I haven't disliked a Star Wars movie, though. Okay. Like, everything about Star Wars makes me happy.
0: Just on your initial reaction, where do you think you'd put it in your top ten, top eleven now?
2: Uh
1: I don't even remember what I put where. Um It would probably be around like the five, six, seven range. That's where I'm at too, except yeah. for except for I look at it a little differently, you know? Like Explain. Me, explain. Well what
0: I've been telling everybody is that like with Rise of Skywalker, if it was the first Star Wars movie I'd ever seen, mm-hmm. it would probably have been one of my favorite movies of all time. Because it looked great. Oh, it looked great. Action-packed. Stress, if I, it was stressful. Yeah, if I had not seen any other Star Wars movie, it would have been amazing. Problem is. When comparing it to other Star Wars movies, it doesn't really fit. Right. And, like, I feel like they did a big slap in the face to Anakin. Uh, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Because Anakin's whole story arc was finding out, basically finding out about, like, he is the chosen one. The prophecy. Training him. Seeing him battle his rage. Seeing him go over to the dark side. But seeing him redeemed by his son Mm -hmm. spoiler (laughs) if if you didn't know luke skywalker's anakin's son but also i guess we're spoiling the rise of skywalker which is a much bigger it's been out for almost a month it's It's your final but anyway if so his whole redemption process
1: is killing palpatine and that's just undid so then does that mean that he wasn't to the chosen one so here's what i think i think we're reading too much into that because let's let's do the math okay Anakin Skywalker, if he was, which it has never fully been confirmed, I don't think, that he is the chosen one. Even Mace Windu said, maybe we read the prophecy wrong. But he did inherently, even if Palpatine lives, which apparently he did after falling down the whatever shaft that was. He still brought balance to the force because at the end of that movie, he dies. Which means there is one Sith and one Jedi. Also, he did redeem... Anakin Skywalker redeemed himself because through that action, the war between the rebels and the Empire ends, right? Sort of. So you see, Anakin's story is from birth through Empire reign, right? Right. The First Order is not the Empire. It is broken remnants... Yeah. But it is not the Empire. See, Anakin Skywalker's fight was with the Empire. He's done. Ray, Finn, Poe, all those people, their fight is with the First Order. So I do think Anakin still did his job, because even Sidious, he's not the First Order. You know what I mean? Yeah. He kind of took took charge of what was left-ish. Or... But but he was puppeteering, Snoke. Correct. So, but he still wasn't them. Does that make sense? Like, I think he was though. I think he was in charge. He of manipulated the First it. Order. He manipulated it.
0: Right. He was pulling the strings. He was the voice behind Darth Vader. Who was Darth Vader? Like not not the original Darth Vader, but like the voice behind the Darth Vader that spoke to Kylo. Right. So when Kylo heard from Darth Vader, it was actually just the voices of palpatine manipulating
1: i mean palpatine's like ex- he's a great villain he just won't he go away but but like i, I thought s- it was a cop-out to bring but, him back but like i loved it <laughs> i love that they brought him back i didn't want a new villain honestly but but they could have they set up perfectly the
0: ray versus kylo and that doesn't mean like i think what people are thinking is like oh yes i really wanted kylo to be redeemed and that made me ha- so happy And to do that, so they had to bring Palpatine back so that there could be a different, higher villain so that Kylo could be redeemed. I don't think that's how it would have necessarily had to go. I think it could Mm -hmm. have been a huge battle, Ray versus Kylo, that, you know, huge fight scene, and which we sort of had a Ray versus Kylo fight scene, but it it wasn't extremely well choreographed. The cinematography was amazing, Mm -hmm. but... I do think that they could have had they could have like he could have redeemed himself at the end like this could have been a battle where she's constantly trying to tell him to search inside himself and find the light and whatever and listen to his father listen to his mother whatever and then like at the end like he saves Ray he 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 could like di- injure her or whatever he saves Ray and then stops the war himself and then maybe what's his name general that uh, nobody cares about the general man. <laughs> one of the yeah, general men, I guess Hux is already Hux is general
1: med. He's dead now. He redeemed himself.
0: Yeah. He redeemed himself. But like it was stupid. I didn't like what, hu- what happened to Hux, but then there was the other general, um, that was like, I've served
1: you in other wars. Mm-hmm.
0: And he came out of nowhere though. So he's been hiding through all the other wars. So that's cool. Good job, dude. Um, mm-hmm. but he could have been the one that'd be like, no, I'm not stopping this Kylo like we're gonna continue this war mm-hmm. or this onslaught and then Kylo then can turn. So it could still be like a whole big Ray versus Kylo, but then Kylo could still have redeemed himself without the need of a bigger villain. I don't know. That's just me ranting. I also just think that in general the whole it's the Skywalker saga, yes. Yeah. And who was the the character that should have been the center of the
1: entire nine movies? Mm-hmm. Who who is it mostly about? I mean, who would you say? Oh, that's hard because, well, that's hard because the prequels weren't original. Uh-huh. But if there was so, one character that all nine movies was, the, he was the most important character. And I say he, because I think it's he, but. I mean, he is present technically in all nine movies, I guess. Who do you think it is? I'm, you're alluding to Anakin. I'm alluding to Anakin. But. And, and he's in six movies as a main
0: character. Right, I don't think anybody else is in six as a main character. Actually, R- other than R two D two and C three PO and Chewbacca, Chewbacca. although right.
1: Chewbacca is not in the first and second. And other than now Palpatine, but Palpatine is in. But the, we're counting as a
0: as a representable hero. Figure. Yeah, because those that's who we're trying to say. You know, Skywalker, Anakin's supposed to be who it's centered around, right? I guess the whole story, kinda. He's like the.
1: The, really, really all... He's the first Skywalker they talk about. Really all Star Wars is is a reality show about one family keeping up with the Skywalkers. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: right. But the problem is, after episode nine, it feels more to me like the, this whole trilogy should be titled, like, this, The Rise and Fall of Palpatine. No. Because Palpatine is behind everything.
1: Well, yeah, he's evil.
0: Yeah, he's more important than Anakin now. Mm, he's
1: not more important. He's more powerful.
0: But he's in more movies, and not technically. Well, he was in all six, and then now a seventh. So he's in seven movies. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't love all how they did it, but it was a beautiful looking movie. Had some great moments. I still think the best fight scenes did not come from this trilogy, unfortunately. Although that fight scene in Snoke's lair in the Last Jedi was was great. I have a lot of issues with that one. The best fight scene, I think, the best fight scenes came from Episode Three. Oh, for sure. For sure. Which is amazing to still think about that that held up. But anyway, I don't want to talk about this forever because we could go on all day. I have a 2,500-word review on my blog that you can go check out if you want to hear all of that's my a opinions. Lot of words. It is a lot of words. So well, that's the longest single movie review I've ever written. Wow. Well, yeah. All right, we'll, we'll move but on from the topic put that. Then. I'd put it about um, six or seven. I, I think I'd put it right below Return of the Jedi on my list and right above... Uh, Solo or something, whichever one was around there.
1: I don't know. I think some of the redemptive qualities is that it did fix some quote-unquote plot holes from yeah. Last Jedi that people were mad about. Yeah. So, I think J.J. Abrams did his job. He somehow linked the three movies, yeah, kind of. But he basically
0: went to every plot point and then said, all right, what are we going to do here? Let's go to Reddit, see what the fans want, and do that. Might as well. (laughs) It didn't work out.
2: It worked. It was Because
1: the Reddit fans do not represent the people that can know how to make a good movie. No, but they're the ones that are going to be loud and mad enough to do something. They're the ones that are going to pay their money. So guess what? They deserve to have their opinion heard. they got their money.
0: (laughs) Are we going to make Ray a Palpatine?
1: Um, Let's go to Reddit. I just want everyone (laughs) to know that when uh, episode seven came out i said ray is a palpatine everybody said it mostly as a joke
0: yeah exactly that's the problem no it's it, great should have been a joke
1: she should have <laughs> been a kenobi but
0: oh gosh all right moving on west did you do anything else fun over the break
1: i <laughs> 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 i watched an entire season of dance moms in one week <laughs> how do you feel about that it was so good
2: <laughs> it's <was> so funny <laughs>
1: it's the best reality tv show out there did you hand your man card over to your mom before you started no but she was she i was watching and she's like you know this is fake right i'm like oh i know it's fake but i do not care because i'm entertained it's like the wwe for housewives amen (laughs) it's so funny like i don't know why i find so much joy out of middle-aged women screaming at each other in parking lots but it was so (laughs) funny would recommend episode seven is on hulu Oh, gosh. So, go watch it. Oh, boy. It was great. Good. Loved it. Well, I can't can't say I did anything that
0: exciting. Uh, That sucks. I mean, I watched a lot more of the TV shows that I had already been watching.
1: Um, Oh, I've been watching The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Oh, that's nice. It is very nice. Nice. It's really funny. Classic. It's still funny. Yeah. Like, at 22, I'm laughing (laughs) consistently. I mean, it's always going to be funny. Well, hopefully. There are some jokes in there that would not fly today really? oh yeah like there's some 2004 2005 humor that would not slide uh, in 2020. we love that yeah we at, do love that at disney's home on the range
0: and chicken little those two movies oh there's some really bad jokes in there you i just they just suck and always, they try really hard to be funny but they're not that funny oh well. Chicken Little though has got some some comedy I think that made, makes you it, Chicken Little's kind of so so cheesy that it's funny whereas Home on the Range is just tries hard to be funny but mm. it fails. Gotcha. So where uh, like on my list of all of the like 58 they're pretty close to mm-hmm. each other but I would not rewatch right. Home on the Range by choice right so nice yeah. but yeah I didn't do I didn't do a lot over over the break I worked I uh, went to Subway a lot. That's us You have a job. I do have a job, but yeah. Did you know that, Wes, uh, I was at Subway a couple days ago mm-hmm. with some of our good friends, and
2: we... Thanks for the invite.
0: Yeah, you were not in town yet. This was, this was before you got back in town. You should have said Wes come back early. Okay, uh, and we discovered... This hurts. Okay, Wes, uh, what, what, what would you call the things that you put on a Subway sandwich? Like you get you get your meat, you ask for your sandwich, you tell them your bread, which is Italian herbs and cheese obviously. And then you <laughs> by the way, this is not uh Subway's not a sponsor. <laughs> but if you want to be. <laughs> and then you then they ask you what you want on a, on it. Mm-hmm. What do you what are those called? What are those things? You have your meats? No, no, no. And what, your what's, cheese? what's and on?
1: You have your meat and okay. your cheese and your veggies. Oh. But but like as a whole, cuz they're not all veggies, right? Are you trying to get me to call them toppings? Yes. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I I guess they're toppings. Is okay. the argument that since the bread is closed, they're not a topping? No,
0: no, no. Here's the argument. Mm-hmm. We discovered this as we were all eating because uh, I think it was Trevor Flatter, uh, our good friend, who looked at the who sandwich. was on this podcast. Who was on this podcast episode three, I believe. When he uh, stole drafting movie comedies. When he stole Monty Python. Ah, uh, good times. Look back at that one uh, if you if you want a funny episode. Yes, a, indeed. A, a, quite. And but anyway, he's looking at a sandwich and he's like, "Wait, my my meat is on top." And my toppings are on the bottom. So do they just make my sandwich wrong? So we all looked at our sandwiches naturally. They're all made the same way. The toppings are all on the bottom. So we're like, okay, did they just all make our sandwiches upside down? I guess so. Uh, I went and looked at the board and and they're all, all of these pictures have the toppings on beneath the meat on a sub. I don't feel like that's ever happened to me though. But just just look, man. Just look at the pictures just of a subway look, sandwich. Man. Just, just look. If you look at the pictures of a subway sandwich, the toppings are always on the bottom. So they're bottomings.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Tell me I'm wrong. That's Am I t- taking this too seriously? Well, considering the fact that that is not a word. I, I, I mean, it could be a word just as easily as toppings could be a word. Well, toppings is already a word.
0: Yeah, but why is toppings a word?
1: Because I believe the the definition of toppings is not just necessarily on top. It is like added like additives. Mm. Okay, but like, there's no reason that toppings can, be and I believe toppings bottomings can. I believe toppings probably originally came from pizza, you're probably right, which have to be on top. There is no underneath there, correct. well, you could put the cheese on top. you could put the cheese on top of the toppings, so then what? middlings, middlings
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man, but this just got me it just got me thinking. I was like, huh, I've been lied and cheated to my whole life.
1: It's not as bad as the milkshake. It's, it's really made. not no, I'm very passionate about that, but so I don't know, maybe. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave it up in the air. Just a
0: thought. Just a thought of the day. Yeah, you know, for it'd sure. I fun
1: to mention. Um, just because, why not? We just talk about things. That's what we do. We do. We do talk about things, about things. Speaking of talking, you may notice we sound a lot better today. Do we? Yeah. I mean, I think my voice is usually really annoying. It's like, I definitely have a face for radio. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not sure if I have a voice for radio. I think radio, we both do. But... We sound much crisper now, which we're hoping yes. makes you want to listen yes, to us we more. Yes, did, we did have a an a, upgrade, an upgrade in audio sponsors. equipment, uh, thanks to Body Armor. Just
0: kidding! <laughs> Maybe next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> um, but we did have an upgrade
1: in audio equipment, and yeah, so we're excited about we're that. We're really good at putting these sponsor ads in. I'm really upset that we don't have any. Yeah, we're really good at putting these unpaid
0: sponsor ads <laughs> in. in, which... It, <laughs> Right, uh, cool beans, uh, Wes? Cool, cool beans. Should we do a parryism for the first? Well, for actually, while you're getting a parryism out, it's episode 19, which we might not have mentioned.
1: <laughs> big
2: trust,
0: <laughs> big <laughs> trust. We're, I don't even know what that means. I don't know, but they've been calling. Uh, they've been calling Lamar Jackson big trust, like. Well, uh, has, have they been
1: Mark Ingram specifically? Mark Ingram.
0: So in honor of our fellow AFC South. AF uh Tennessee Titans and the, beating Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. And last the night. Patriots the week before. And the Patriots the week before. They're kind of my heroes right now. Yeah, for real. Um, and the king Derek Henry. Number nineteen. Yeah, I wish it was episode twenty two because then I it would know. be a Derrick Henry episode, but that's coming up. Maybe. Maybe. Tajay Sharp is number nineteen.
1: Tajay Sharp. Tajay, the one
0: who mocked. <laughs> the one who went up to the to the stand for his press conference and mocked. Mark, Mark Ingram, Ingram introduced Big Trust, trust King Henry. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. Thank you, Tajay Sharp.
1: Thank for, you, Tajay Sharp. For that little piece of troll. He went to UMass. Did he go
0: to UMass? Mm, he,
1: okay. Yeah, he was an all-Mac one year. All right. We did not stop by UMass's campus when we were in Boston. No, but I wanted to, but that's okay.
2: Mm, yeah,
1: I just wanted a hat. They're the land grant. Okay, cool beans. Perryism for the day. What is it, Wes? I can't read. Um, Ooh. Okay. Perry. I'm assuming to his former roommates, David David, and Ben. Okay. Because they like basketball. Ah. Although he could have said this to me. Yes, in so we do like basketball. I just got back from the Michigan State-Purdue game. Where... Purdue beating... Purdue... Th- <laughs> Thumped them. Michigan State, thank you, Purdue. Sorry, Tom Tom Izzo. No. One of one of our friends photoshopped Tom Izzo's face onto Lizzo's body and called him Tom Lizzo. <laughs> yeah, yeah trash Winston out there getting eight turnovers.
2: Trashous Winston? <laughs> Dude,
1: his shot is weird. And Eric
0: Boudreau putting in three threes booty who booty. booty. Who would have thought that? I have I honestly it's like Dude, he like triple who can blame act? Izzo for being Mad. frustrated like we our guy that looks
1: like a like team janitor beat them like, by thirty. Yeah, whatever. Good job, Purdue. But his mother is one of the most like one of the top five most powerful women in the country. Oh, absolutely. All right. Uh, All right. Ready? What's the parism? I feel like Kyle Lowry is my spirit animal in the NBA. Big booty point guard. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is true. I feel like I uh, I relate to Kyle Lowry. I feel like most of our listeners right now are googling Kyle Lowry's butt. Uh, please do. <laughs> Yeah. Just to get a view.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, let's just say, so Kyle Lowry's like 6'1", maybe. 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 He's a little guy. But he can play big. And I feel like, you know, I relate to that. When I play basketball or... Any sport? Anything in real life. You play Um, big? You know, I can clear a little extra space. (laughs) (laughs) So... I'd love to have Kyle Lowry on here and just talk about <laughs> his butt just our our, his, our his how we rear, connect you know, know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <I'm> sorry <laughs> I can't do this uh, okay you know <laughs> this is this a good time to move on to you know, our, Kyle Lowry's Kyle Lowry's older than I thought
0: he's 33 yeah something like that yeah I think he is 33 he's and been in the league a while I didn't realize that people don't think of when you think of like guys that are getting past their prime a little bit you don't really think of you know if, if I was to say you know Chris Paul you think, ah, he's getting a little old. Mm-hmm. He's 34. 34. If I say Cal Lowry, you don't really think that he's old. He's 33. But, I mean, there's a lot of other guys in the But I still believe term. he's past his prime. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. He's been playing well in the absence of Pascal Siakam. What a name. What's his? What was his nickname that they were calling him? Oh, Spicy P. Yeah, Spicy P. They started calling him that in the uh why cuz they, sa- they can't say his last cuz I can't say his last name. <laughs> Maybe. Uh I think it was uh Stephen A Smith hated it. He's like Spicy
1: P. You dare call him Spicy P. Hey, dude, I Stephen A Smith is my favorite favorite uh sports analyst. Oh yeah. He's I follow him on Instagram just to watch him rant. I don't <laughs> even care. I might not even know. if he like trashed someone that I was a fan of, I wouldn't even care because I would just he is like dance moms is but on Sports really? Center. yes oh my gosh and whenever the Cowboys did is funded whenever the Cowboys it. didn't make the playoffs I was just like so excited for the next day to see what he posted <laughs> true he's hard on the Cowboys which is great to see but he loves the Knicks he does love the Knicks which is not great but he's also see. hard on the Knicks
0: yeah, yeah so he's a real fan I loved the I think I was driving back from Minneapolis on the day uh, I think it was July 1st when teams were allowed to start, you know, signing free agents. And so it was big day. Everybody's getting signed, mm-hmm. all the big free agents, except for Kawhi, who waited a few days just for TV. And uh, everyone's like, oh, <laughs> Ka- Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant could go to the Knicks. Yeah, I think at this point, though, people kind of knew they weren't, but they were hoping they for were really somebody hoping. big, and they got nobody. And Stephen A. Smith went on to the jump. The jump did, like, a five-hour-long special. Mm-hmm. And I listened to all of it on the way home, <laughs> like nine hour drive or whatever it was. Of course, the Knicks got nobody. Of course, they gave like twenty million a year to Julius Randle. <laughs> so oh. that was that was uh, that was entertaining. Anyway, good for Julius Randle. Good for Julius Randle. I mean, I don't blame any of those Knicks that go there and get paid way more than they're worth to suck. I mean, like I don't, the, I don't even blame yeah. the Knicks honestly because they might as well. Like if they're not gonna get anybody big which, you know, that I kind of do blame them for. Mm-hmm. But if they're not going to, assuming they're not going to get any of the big free agents, might as well, like, you, you're you going to need to have players on the court. Right. You got to field the if team. If you sign them for one year or two, maybe, sign them for short contracts, give them a lot of, you can give them a decent amount of money for one year. And it doesn't hurt you mm-hmm. because then the next year you're still free to go for those free agents. Right. So, you know, giving a bunch of money to those guys for a year or two is not that big a deal. you got to get the butts in seats, especially in mm-hmm. New York. Especially, yeah. Especially in New York. Madison Square so Garden. They had to do what they had to do to get just a few guys that can maybe right. give them 15, 20 wins on the season. So. Maybe. So, yeah, that's a little generous. Maybe I'd say 20 is a little generous, but yeah. we'll see. Cool. They could get there. But anyway, what we are here for today, Wes, is to talk about some of the most exciting, or we're some about, of the movies ta- we're yeah. excited about. We're talking about 2020, man. 2020. Hindsight is 2019 now, but next year, hindsight will be 2020, so that's cool. Everybody will say that joke. Everybody's already been saying jokes about 2020 vision, whatever. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm done with it.
2: <laughs> I am over it.
0: So over it. Sick. Okay, so, cool. We have both compiled a list of a top five right. movies we're yes. most excited for. I've already mentioned my an- the animated movies are out because I am very excited for all those, but
1: i wanted ha- to talk about some other ones. I have an animated movie. that allowed? It is. You also can remove it if you would like. Uh, no. Okay. I want it on there. You can talk about it. But, yeah. So, Wesley, top five. Are these in any particular order? Five, four, three, two, one. I mean, like, I don't know if I can separate them that well. Well, you might have to. I'll just go for it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't hurt. To
0: do it as you go. Yeah, I got this. I
1: got this. Don't worry. Okay. Who, who Who's going first, Wes? Uh, I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. What is it? Six. Nope, it was four. I go first.
2: Okay. <laughs> that was fair.
1: <laughs> All right. So at number five... Yeah, I'll just do number five first. Yeah, we can go do honor missions at the end if we want. No time to die. No time to die. James yes. Bond. Yes, our good friend Nathan has really kind of got me hooked on James Bond.
2: Mm.
1: And... uh. I'm I, I'm just really excited. I I I know that action movies they're not like that great cinematically. You know they're not yeah not necessarily great acting all the time. And we know every James Bond villain is kind of the same. This is true. And James Bond is gonna fight an early fight in the movie, win that one easy peasy. Then he's gonna meet some girl that he falls in love with in ten minutes. <laughs> then she might end up evil. TBD. <laughs> um, and then. The actual evil person is going to kidnap said female and threaten her death. Unless James Bond does what he wants, then James Bond will cave and kind of be like,
2: oh, I can't do this anymore.
1: And then he comes back at the end and wins. Wow. Well, Did I
2: it, spoil the movie?
0: April 10th is when this movie comes out. I have a feeling when, when we get back after April 10th and play this clip of you saying that movie, they might be exactly the same.
1: <laughs> so maybe i'm a genius we'll come back to it but i'm still gonna pay to watch it <laughs> so yeah. it'll come Me with a, it'll come with a great intro song <laughs> absolutely um did you watch the last couple james bond movies yeah this is daniel craig's final movie is as, it as james bond oh it sucks so you watch specter
0: what did you think of specter
1: i thought so i've seen casino royale and specter and skyfall mm-hmm. thought casino, i thought that specter was the worst of those three i agree Actually, I haven't seen Casino Royale, which uh, I thought I had, but I actually haven't. But uh, I, it was fun. It was yeah. still a fun movie. Cool. So I'm still going to watch Skyfall it. Skyfall was phenomenal. I'm though. excited. Yes. So was Casino Royale, which you will maybe learn when we draw yes, these movies out. Yes. But um, yes, I liked it a lot. I am excited to see him again. Daniel Craig is like the best James Bond. He's very good. Like he was born to be James Bond. Yeah.
0: I, I did hear. Uh, I think I heard a quote that, like, this is the James Bond for the Me Too era. <laughs> Which, like, I'm all for equal gender rights, but James Bond,
1: just as a character, is kind of a misogynist.
0: He's kind of a womanizer, you know, like, kind of a womanizer? Like, totally. That's part of his character. Right. So, like, and I don't think it's that. I think, like, you got to think of it in, like, a comic book perspective. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, he is being the his character. Right. And so it's got to be a little bit like he's, you know, having these uh, relationships with with women, women. Um, as long as it's not, you know, you're not, sh- you're displaying them as what as consensual, you know, as whatever, right. you know, uh, appropriate. But I I do think that we can't lose
1: the sight of who is James Bond, right? So I kind of wish he had a Lois Lane, not a Lois Lane always mm-hmm. get in trouble, but a Lois Lane. That well, he, this that this girl with. that is. Uh, The main
0: character for this movie, I forget, uh, the blonde girl, I forget her name, the daughter of somebody important, Uh, she was also in the last movie and was kind of a love interest in the last movie. They were were in it together, but the last movie was forgettable. I saw it in theaters, haven't seen it since. Same. So, cool. You've got No Time to Die at number five. I do. All right, Wes. Are you ready? Four. Born ready. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt boarding a boat in the jungle. I've got The Jungle Cruise as my number five. I this, love The Rock. Oh yeah, I mean, of course we love The Rock. Like we know him. Who doesn't love The Rock? We know him through Four Degrees of Separation. <laughs> Only four. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> uh, this movie is set to come out July twenty fourth. Will be directed by Wame Colette Sarah, who I had no idea who that was, but then I did look him up, and he's directed mm-hmm. nonstop. Oh, which is the Liam Neeson movie that mm-hmm. was kind of kind of OK. Uh, I saw it. It wasn't I mean, it wasn't my favorite. Was, but it, was it a Liam Neeson movie? It, it was a lot better than some of Liam Neeson's other recent stuff. Uh, he also directed Shallows. Oh, the scary movie. Yes. And he will be directing Black Adam, which will also be starring The Rock. So The but Rock out here making moves. This movie is going to be based off the, uh, the Disney ride that was introduced at Disney for opening day of both parks. Uh, when they were open, and then I I do expect it to be like a, mostly a comedy though. So like right. so like action packed, but like this ride. If you've ever ridden this ride, you know it's all about the the jokes, the comedy, the puns. And I know in some of the trailers they've already kind of used some of those same puns from oh, the really? ride script. Yeah, so like, like like the the thing that he says in one of the trailers is like, and now the seventh wonder of the world, the backside of water or something like mm.
2: you know, that's a
1: line straight from the those ride. um those videos of those of those uh i guess they're cast members aren't they yeah they are all over tiktok really yeah like the 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 new vine oh, they're so funny they're so funny there's so many good jokes i I crack up every time. I mean, oh, yeah. it's so like there was one, and she said, "Over here, you'll see the margarine flies." Can you believe they're not butterflies? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and they cha- they update it like
0: every couple of years, and they add new jokes. Do they so. really? Yeah, they do. Oh, so. that's I love it's that. It's not the same script from you know ten years ago. If you if you go every few years, you will get a new script. Love that. Love that. Or at that. least or at least a couple new jokes. Right. I'm really excited for this movie and I think that they may just be setting it like if it's successful they might just set up for like a Pirates of the Caribbean type thing where they're making a series a franchise Mm -hmm. rip Pirates of the Caribbean yes (laughs) because it's not good anymore and yet they're not killing
1: it (laughs) because it's still making them money I love pirates so much but I hate what it has become it's okay bud I'm here for you. I do think this. One thing I am a little
0: worried about Jungle Cruise. It might be a CGI overload. Oh no! It's gonna be so much CGI. I've got. I've gonna, gotta think. It's gonna be the Star Wars prequels, <laughs> right? It's gonna be the Phantom Menace.
1: Hey, now, me made of CGI. <laughs> hey, Jar Jar is. I love Jar Jar. Just saying. <laughs>
0: You won't love Jar Jar if they ever made a Disney Plus series. Trust me.
1: I bet they will. No, yeah. they won't. <laughs> Surely not, right? Right? Don't, don't call me Shirley. Shirley. Wes, what's your number four? I'm interested. Wonder Woman 1984. Nice. Uh, DC, this is your only reputable superhero right now. <laughs> Please do not ruin this for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't
1: mess up. <laughs> I mean, Gal Gadot is stud actress. She... Looks like Wonder Woman was drawn. Like she is Wonder Woman. She was Daniel Craig, born to be James Bond. Gal Gadot, born to be Wonder Woman. Mm. She's gonna kick some butt. Yes. Also, who doesn't love the '80s? Like, there's gonna be '80s jokes, '80s outfits, mm. '80s music. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Somehow. somehow yeah explain that one to me at dc <laughs> <laughs> maybe they call him jj abrams I, I, yeah i'm gonna say like maybe,
0: they, maybe they're with jj abrams how can we have people die but then not, not die, not die. <laughs> make, <laughs> m- make two transports but um
1: by no means uh, do i think this will be my favorite superhero movie of all time but i'm excited it's gonna be action there's gonna be some fighting Wonder Woman is super OP. We went through that in our superhero draft. We did. Um, and she's a, a definite beast and not a sore side for the eyes either. No, and she is carrying DC on her back. Yes. So I am for it. I'm her excited. Six foot two Amazonian back. Yeah. So I don't have much else on that other than that I'm excited. I love the 80s. Who yeah, love the 80s? that's going to be a great movie. I have yeah. no No question, no complaints
0: from from everything, I mean, it's the same actress or uh, the same director, Patty mm-hmm. uh, Patty Jenkins, I think mm-hmm. is her name. I think so. So uh, it's gonna be a good movie. It is, yeah. I think June fifth, June fifth, summer movie. It's gonna be a lot of good summer movies. Surprisingly, there's a lot of good uh, January movies too. But... Uh, are you leading into what you're gonna say next? Actually, no. The, this is a this is a February movie, so okay. the, which is also another month where you don't typically get great movies. You usually get a a big chick flick around. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. A lot of times it sucks. I love. naked I, chick I am absolutely biased in that category, though.
1: I love chick flicks.
0: But I've got a movie with a Star Wars star. Speaking of Star Wars, uh, his name is Harrison Ford. I love Harrison Ford. And this movie's Call of the Wild. Okay. I'm actually really excited for this movie. I don't know really why. I did, I feel like a lot of people aren't mentioning it when I, I've seen some mm-hmm. some lists of what of movies people are excited for. But I'm really excited for this movie. Uh, here's a few reasons why I think it appeals to me specifically more than maybe some people that are overlooking it. Uh, Directed by Chris Sanders. Okay. Chris Sanders directed Lilo and Stitch. I think he he might have just written. I don't remember. But he had a big part in Lilo and Stitch, and he voiced Stitch. Wow. And you can do that too. He (laughs) was the co-director with Dean DeBlah or DeBlay, however you want to say that,
1: of How to Train a Dragon. Amen. Are you in now? I was in when you said Harrison Ford, bro. <laughs> That's true. Listen, yep. I have, I'm not going to lie, no shame, I have a man crush on Harrison Ford. <laughs> Good. He's 77 years old now, though. Well, mainly, man crush is mainly his wallet now, but <laughs> in the OG Star Wars. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, I think this is
0: going to be really, like, I, I'm, I'm not positive on this. But I think it's Chris Sanders' first debut in live action. He's definitely cool. kind of grown into animation is how he's gotten into mm-hmm. the... Into the industry, Dan Stevens is also in it. Karen Gillan, Omar Sy, uh, music, John Powell. Ooh! So they did get him, and it's it's got a nice uh, a nice hundred ten million dollar budget. So just to, I mean, it's it's not like incredibly. Who's huge. making this movie? Okay, yeah, it's a Twentieth Century Fox. Gotcha. So now it's. Uh, Disney <laughs> Yay go the Disney mo- The Monopoly Yeah they get everything But yeah I mean it's based off of uh, Based off of the 1903 novel by Jack London The Call of the Wild mm-hmm. and then the 1935 movie so Nice I'm excited It'll be and fun I think it'll be a good bright spot in, in a February That otherwise might not have a lot No sh- no Deadpool this year We should go so. see
1: that this year together Absolutely Yum down date Sure Sweet <laughs> <laughs> all right what's what's your number three number three i have one that you omitted for yourself because of your bias i have onward good yeah i glad we get to talk about it i think the plot of walk of just legs is fun um the legs (laughs) Mm -hmm. that is their dad yeah also um two names (laughs) tom holland And Chris Pratt. (laughs) Wait, you like Tom Holland? I love Tom Holland, and I love Chris Pratt. Not as much, but... (laughs) It is a great combination. Yeah, I'm super... And Octavia Spencer. Are are you you more excited for this than Soul? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know much about Soul, but I do know that you said it seems kind of like an inside out kind of thing. It's a similar idea, I think, in the sense that he, like, he has to find himself inside Uh, himself inside himself yeah it's kind of like his soul is like the the personality so i didn't i didn't actually have the same obsession over inside out the most of the public i do like inside out a lot so like it's it might not even be in my top 10 pixar movies i didn't wow i didn't get it okay but i i like i like that they're not people i like that they're like what even are they like these people, these Onward people. Oh, and Onward? Oh, it's like a fairy tale. Like elves kind of-ish type things, kind of goblins, kind of trolls. Yeah, so it's like... your soul Onward. I know. Oh, okay.
0: In, in Onward, it's like a fairy tale land. So so you kind of start off... So there's like, everything
1: there, probably. Yeah,
0: they have trolls. They have all those things. Right. They have goblins, whatever. But, but I think the idea is like it's in a now industrialized fairy tale land, which kind of scares me. Because you take something that's really interesting in like the fairy tale land mm-hmm. of trolls and, and wizards and whatever, right. and then you kinda normalize it by making everything industrialized and like normal human stuff. Right. So I really do hope and I'm optimistic by the last trailer that they kind of get back to that right fairy tale stuff by the end. And I think they will. Right. I think I think they did show like a scene of like a wizard doing some some, wizard-y some things. wizardly things. Yeah.
1: But yes, excited, great cast it's pixar so yeah, we're gonna but like it
0: soul i wanted to mention i just found out uh a few days ago the cast and it's jamie fox yeah i saw that it was jamie tina fey Felicia rashad are all in it so some other names but the i was i i didn't recognize the voice at first of the the character main character
1: from mm-hmm. the trailers jamie fox jamie fox skips leg day did you know that really yeah he did he was on ellen a couple days ago and he was just talking about how he skips leg day He was like, I don't need legs if I can beat you up with my arms. I don't need to run away. (laughs) Well, so good for him. So therefore, Onward onward will be better because Jamie Foxx skips leg day.
0: Okay. All right. I understand. That makes sense. And we'll move on with that. We'll move
1: on. What's your number three? That is a
0: beautiful, beautiful choice of Onward. I am also very excited for
1: that. Now, Onward to your number three.
0: (laughs) I'm standing here looking for my third pick of most excited movies. Um, That was my... Terrible impersonation of Trisha
1: Takanawa. <laughs> 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 I am standing here outside... What is the other school called? Is it just Quahog High School? Uh, James Woods High School. <laughs> I am standing here outside James Woods High School. Uh, Where...
0: Yeah, well, Wes, uh, my number three you've already mentioned is No Time to Die. Ah, right, so Mom. you're excited too. I am also very excited about that movie. Cool. Uh, I mean, it's loaded with the cast of Daniel Craig, Ralph Fiennes... Anna de Armas, who was just in uh, Knives Out, which uh, I watched. She was great in Knives Out.
1: Nice. Um,
0: Rami Malek, Ben Wishaw, an actor I very much like. Is Rami Malek the villain? I think so. Ooh. I'm pretty sure. He's in everything nowadays, literally everything. I know. I remember- yeah, I don't love his acting, but I think maybe he'll be good. Remember when he was Ackman Ra? Yes. That's what I like. literally- That's all I before. can think of. Uh, Naomi Harris, Christoph Waltz, Leah Sadu. I believe she's the, the girl interest.
1: Okay. Not positive, but yeah. Um, Honestly, it's a toss-up. It's James
0: Bond. <laughs> directed by a guy I've never heard of before. Oh, uh, interesting. Carrie Joji Fukunaga. Oh. Apparently, he's he was a writer for It, um, and oh. he directed True Detective. I've heard of that. I think that's a TV series. But- but if you thought the budget for Call of the Wild was big, No Time to Die is a budget of two hundred fifty million. I mean, I'm not surprised. So oh, yeah, Bond. I mean, it kind of had to.
1: Well, it's gonna make the money. I think it's the biggest, James Bond.
0: I think the biggest budget ever was like about four hundred million, and I think that was uh, on Stranger Tides. Man, we keep getting back to pirates. pirates. It's
1: unfortunate, isn't uh.
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, has,
1: but I do think Avatar will pass it. Has Has James Bond held its value? Like. If I liked James Bond in like the 70s, would I still like it now? Because I'm kind of thinking about all the people that are mad about Star Wars, and a lot of them are like OG fans, you know? hmm I'm kind of wondering, because like James Bond hasn't yeah, changed that's that a good much. question. It's just changed actors, really, right? Yeah. That's a good question. I haven't seen all the I've thought ones. about
0: that a lot. The Sean Connery and whatever. All the other ones. Yeah. I don't I know. feel like it has. I'll have to ask somebody that's old. Indeed. <laughs> Dad? Dad. All Uh (laughs) Wes. We're on to your number two movie that you are most excited for. Number
1: two. Hang on, I have to scroll. I'm (laughs) scrolling. Oh no. Oh dear. Oh dear. Okay. And we're scrolling. And we're scrolling. Let's really hope I haven't scrolled past already, because there we go. All right.
0: You don't prepare well for how many hours you spend watching dance moms
1: and uh playing NCAA. I don't want to hear it, Perry. right, Perry. My number two is Top Gun Maverick. Nice. I love Top Gun, Uh and I was super giddy whenever I heard for the first time that they were going to do a sequel this late. Um, I don't actually love Tom Cruise, but I love Tom Cruise's Maverick. (laughs) And I think it's really cool because he's going to come back and he's going to be a teacher. Uh I love that vibe. Um, I love that we're taking something straight out of the 80s. I love the 80s, I guess. Absolutely. (laughs) And... We're going to now do it again in 2020. Um I think, I think it came out like did it come out like eighty size is what something like 86 that. is what I'm thinking. Let's find out. Let's find out. Fact check. We just have a section called fact check. <laughs> Top Gun was 86, 86. Nailed it. So, here we are 34 years later. Tom Cruise still looks the same. Pretty much. He's still 5'3. Still 5'3. He's still, 5'3". He's still got that middle tooth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm just excited. It's got a lot of nostalgia. Um. I don't love planes, mm-hmm. but I don't care. It's, it's top Gun. Top Gun. Top
2: Gun.
1: The director is Joseph Kaczynski. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Should
2: I don't I? think he's
0: done a lot. Okay. Uh, some of the writers are a little bigger, though. Wait, Joseph Kosinski. I do think I was looking up... Uh, oh, and Val Kilmer is back. Done, he did uh, Oblivion, and he did oh, okay. Tron Legacy.
1: Oh, okay. So. so he's done some stuff. Yeah. And Val Kilmer is back. Val Kilmer, and he is will once back. again be Ice Huckleberry. He will be his Huckleberry. <laughs> Wrong movie, but still, Wrong movie, but he's I'm still okay the with Huckleberry. It. I'm okay with
0: it. <laughs> I love Val Kilmer. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited for the Forgotten that movie bat- as well, and that is also my number two.
1: Oh, neat! Look at us go. We are just Look so at insane. Us. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick, June 26th. I wonder if we're gonna have the same number one. I don't know. I'm excited. I want to know. Um, it starts Jennifer Connelly, Val Kilmer, Miles Teller.
0: Ed Harris, and your boy, Tom Cruise. Yes, Miles Teller will be Goose's son. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I was a little worried when I read the uh, synopsis.
2: Okay, the synopsis
0: reads, After more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in a rank that would ground him. To me, that sounds like the plot of the movie is they want to m- promote Maverick mm-hmm. to a higher position and he that want to- wouldn't end up having him fly. And he doesn't him- want to get out of the cockpit. And he doesn't want to get out of the cockpit. Now, I'm fairly certain there is some dogfighting in this movie. <laughs> if there wasn't, why make it? Right. Uh, but that synopsis doesn't lead me to believe that it is going to be extremely exciting. Hmm. do I care if he's really just trying to not take his promotion you know what I mean (laughs) so uh, that doesn't I I would say uh, Google write a better synopsis so or maybe they got that from the studio studio what are you doing (laughs) studio make a better movie (laughs) Uh, here's where it gets really interesting though the lead writer is Christopher McQuarrie okay I don't know if you recognize that name I know the name I don't know why but he directed the last two Mission Impossible movies which, which were, which were, were both phenomenal. And you love those. I knew you Rogue Nation those. is phenomenal, and uh, Fallout is borderline phenomenal. Oh, cool. So it's not quite as good as Rogue Nation, in my opinion, <laughs> but very, very good. Uh, and he is also directing two more, because his last two were so successful, he's doing two more Mission Impossibles.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He wrote The Mummy Oh, okay. and Jack Reacher movies.
1: Oh, I like Jack Reacher.
0: And Edge of Tomorrow. So everything that Tom Cruise has pretty much been in in the last, like, lifetime. <laughs> uh, how old is he? Uh, he's in his 50s? <laughs> yeah, I think he's like 58 now, maybe something like that. The music- but, he, but you know what? He still looks the same. Good for him. The music will be by Harold Faltermeyer. Fun to say. He, he was the first Top Gun oh, good. guy. And Hans Zimmer helping out. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. Well, good. I'm stoked. I am too. I, I'm stoked. I think, like this is going to be a really big movie. And I think the reason is like, it, there's not like of my generation, there's not a ton of eighties movies that really have sh- had an impact on me as a movie connoisseur. Right. This is one of them that has though mm-hmm. this one, the Goonies, you know, some of the old movies from series is like star Wars. Right. As someone uh, who is not a movie connoisseur in your respect, I love Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited. I think this will bring back the old and the new, like people, people respect this movie no matter what age yeah. they are. Yeah. So I
1: think it's going to be a big movie. Have a big summer. Cool. Let's let's do it. Moving on to <sighs> the number, number one. one. Are you ready? Yes. Number one for Wes, Black Widow. Black Widow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think, well, I'll tell you what. Up until Infinity War, I was like, Black Widow's lame. Kick her out of the Avengers. There's like the family guy joke of they're doing interviews for the Avengers. And they're like, what do you do? i kick things is that it <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so there's that but you know i really fell in love with black widow especially in endgame okay uh she was actually important <laughs> um and actually whenever i watch winter soldier i fall in love with her there too so i'm winter glad she soldier gets me- best marvel movie ever really it's my my opinion Wilder Soldier is the best Marvel movie. Wow. But. um, We're not
0: even to the bold picks
1: yet. I know. Well, that's not really. (laughs) Um, I think it'll be kind of like a female James Bond. (laughs) Yeah. She doesn't have any powers. No, but she's going to have people with her family, which I don't know. By my account, they're all
0: going to die. Right. That's what I think. I don't know. Because like this is not this is a prequel, obviously. Right. Because this is Marvel's first prequel, right? Maybe. Like like after they've already introduced a character? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, is Black Panther takes place in the same... Like where it actually stands in the timeline, I think? I think it does. Yeah. So so yeah, I think it is the first prequel uh, to explain... Or an origin story, I guess, is what it is. Right. As Wes picks his nose and eats it. <laughs> <laughs> You're the freaking worst. Um... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I think I think it's going to be pretty pretty much like explaining why she's all alone yeah. and why she goes to shield and I think entails of that will be all of
1: her family dies. So I hope I didn't probably. just spoil it for everybody, but that's just what I think is going to happen. I mean, I'll probably I'm going to like it. Mm. It's also it's Marvel's only movie this year, right? Uh Eternals, I think. I think Eternals is a Marvel movie, maybe. Yeah this is the one that's coming out first yes and i like black widow now good so i'm excited all right did i also pick black widow I don't know I don't know
0: not but that I don't no I did that. not I, I'm excited for Black Widow but also after Endgame it's kind of like I don't need to be as invested in every single movie anymore it's just kind of the feeling I have I will watch it but what are they gonna do next but like yeah I, it's just not like a, it's not like I have to see this movie kind of anticipation mm-hmm. as it before it's like all leading up even Captain Marvel which I wasn't super excited for didn't think was a great movie mm-hmm. but it led right up to it was the, the right. last movie before right Endgame so I had to watch it
2: mm-hmm.
0: but now Endgame's done. Right. so like it's not like super urgent right now i don't have to watch it um but i will i also think
1: because i need to watch three movies this year i think marvel has placed this well too because i have a feeling i'm not the only one that likes black widow a lot more now after Endgame. yeah so i think they're like haha we're gonna get a lot of money out of someone who doesn't
2: even
0: have superpowers <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's
1: true
2: <laughs> batman
0: speaking of batman this is a perfect transition oh I'm gonna read you the synopsis of of, of the movie that is my number one, Wes. Uh-huh. A man becomes embroiled in a time bending mission. Is that it? That's it. Is it the time, vague? Is it the time traveler's wife? <laughs> Too. <laughs> <laughs> so I I actually kind of like how vague this is because, uh, and, and this is why it's related to Batman. Christopher Nolan's. Mm. Oh, is Christopher it? Christopher Nolan is. is it, I know what it is now. Is my single favorite director. as He
1: is to most people.
0: I feel and like. I think that is common. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not alone in that. Uh, it's amazing when I can go watch Dunkirk, really like it, and it's still not be in my top five by this director mm-hmm. himself. Maybe we'll have to do a Christopher Nolan episode sometime. I would love that. July 17th is coming out, uh, starring in, in the movies called Tenet. Mm-hmm. Starring David or John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth Debicki, Michael Caine, and Kenneth Branagh. Mm. Who I am beginning to really like Kenneth Branagh's work.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly, I know very little about this movie. I know, and I know you've said to me before you think the fact that Tennet is this is a palindrome uh-huh. is relevant. I, I do, uh, expecting it to be relevant. Yes,
0: because, because uh, you know palindrome. Obviously, if you guys don't know what palindrome is it means a, a word that is spelled the same forward and backwards. backwards. I think that is definitely not an accident, mm-hmm. uh, especially not with if you look in the, I think the album, the artwork we have for Tenet, I think they even have like the N backwards or something. Let's oh, look. really? Okay, so yeah. It's like the, a mirror, the, It's a mirror. That, it goes T-E-N and then an E and a T that are both backwards reversed. Yeah. Uh, in the poster we have. So it, it's clear, I think, that that's going to have... Like, it's it's time travel. That's pretty much all we know. Time travel. Thinking
1: maybe like some kind of parallel universe
2: type it's thing, be
0: For most people, I'd be like, wow, this is going to be really hard to to make work. Mm-hmm. But Christopher Nolan directed Inception. And, yeah. He directed... Uh, Interstellar. Interstellar. He directed Memento. Uh, he's just famous for Mindbenders. He directed The Prestige. Yeah. If anyone can make it a time travel movie work, really, really work like better than Avengers Endgame. It's going to be him. it's going to be Christopher Nolan. I'm super excited for this movie. And yeah, we're going to see we're going to see if he does. I, I wish I had more to say about it, but they're really keeping a lot, a lot of things close. Mm-hmm. Uh, and It is coming out, you know, in July. So we got quite a few months before they probably start giving us real trailers. We just have a teaser kind of surprised it's coming out in July. I mean, it's a big, big, big time for movies, but it is after July 4th. So won't be available then, but still in the summer, you know, it'll, it'll do well. Uh, I think somewhere in the, in the 500 to 600 okay. million is probably what it'll, it'll, it'll pull in. Mm-hmm. So not as big as like the huge movies, obviously. <sighs> it's going to be tough to see. We may not, we may not see a billion dollar movie this year. It's, I'd say we probably will see a couple scrape a billion, mm-hmm. but it's possible. We know it's quite possible. So That's okay. Not everyone can. We know. had what? 9 this year I think really? and I think 8 of them were Disney. Yeah. That's a lot. It is. It is a lot. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Uh I had some honorable honorable mentions as well. The gentleman comes out really soon um yep. in the next like week. Uh Guy Ritchie. Mhm. Direct that. I like Guy Ritchie movies. He is very good. He directed Aladdin, he directed the the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey mm. Jr. He's very good and Matt McConaughey and Charlie Hunnam are the leads of that movie. Those are two of my favorite actors. Yep. Well, actually, I don't care that much for Matt McConaughey, but I love Charlie Hunnam. But he is Matt McConaughey. And he's very good. <laughs> uh, I think he'll drive a Lincoln. in the. I wanted to mention 1917, but... It technically s- came out in 2019. Technically a 2019 movie, so I didn't include it. I'm I really want to see that excited movie. excited to see that. Uncharted. That movie is supposed to come out this year based on like my favorite video Wait, game really? series ever. But they lost their director again recently, Travis Knight. But I hear they're pretty close on pulling in the the guy who directed uh, Venom. So I doubt it actually comes out this year. Mm. But that would be something I might have put on my list.
1: Yeah, because you would love that.
2: Because
0: I do love that. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 was an honorable mention Mm -hmm. for me.
1: Mulan. Yeah, I I saw like some trailers for Mulan and I got a lot less excited. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be very funny is the thing. Right. And like it was kind of funny the first time around. Mulan, yeah. They don't have a Mushu. No Mushu. Yeah, that's like part of it yeah he's the supporting character <laughs> and he's hilarious right kind of like a sorcerer yeah sorceress. Sorcerer, i
0: think i'm uh, my guess is that that's because let's, mulan is like one of the strongest female characters in disney animation history for sure and i think they're they did that so there could be a strong female against strong female fight at the end that's stupid
1: maybe but it's to, it's modern hollywood if you
2: <laughs>
1: if you want to have an equal right to fight then you have the powerful woman fight the powerful man. And the powerful woman wins. wins. Yeah. Uh, that
0: is demeaning. It's, it's interesting, though, because she's, ma- she's totally magical. So then why couldn't... I think there might still be a dragon, but I don't think he's going to talk. I don't know. We'll see. It's unfortunate. See. We'll see. Why can't Eddie Murphy we'll just see. reprise I think it'll his... still do well. I think it'll be good. Why can't Eddie Murphy just reprise his role? I don't think he's doing much in Hollywood these days. He
1: doesn't need to. He didn't
0: even voice Mushu in any of the like, uh, sequel stuff, I don't think. I got Death on the Nile as an honorable mention. I saw that. Death on the Nile is the sequel to Murder on the Orient Express, which was created by Kenneth Branagh and was great. Mm-hmm. I, I thought some people didn't like it, but I just love whodunit style movies. Get my get my mind mm-hmm. moving for like the first time of my life. Right. You know, school doesn't school didn't do it for me, so I had to go see a, a, mystery, a movie. mystery movie. A mystery movie. The last one I wanted to mention is Free Guy. Have you heard of that? It's Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is Free Guy, and, and I actually I'm gonna read the uh, synopsis on this because I thought it was really funny, or really interesting. I I'd see I saw a preview and I was like, what am I watching? So Free Guy, a bank teller called Guy realizes he is a background character in an open world video game called Free City that will soon go offline, and, and so essentially this this non-player character in a video game comes to. Mm-hmm. And realizes what he, that he is a character in a video game right. or something. I don't know if he realizes he's a character in a video game, but he comes to and starts like he can interact and do stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's Ryan Reynolds, and it's an action movie, and I think it's gonna be really. It's interesting. probably, probably funny. funny. Yeah. All righty then. That is that that's, is it. That's all I've got. That's what list. that's what we're looking and forward then, of course, to. All the animated movies, which I didn't list in my list, but I'm excited for them. Amen. Ray and the Last Dragon. I know you want to see that. That looks very interesting to me, except for the fact that Aquafina is the dragon's voice. Are you mad that her name is Aquafina? Well, not just that, but she's just annoying, (laughs) and and I just continuously hear people say how good she is, how 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 amazing Aquafina is, and I'm like, since when? What movies are you watching? No, I I think she did. What is is, what has she been in? It's important. Well, I I haven't seen her in that much. But she's going to get an award for something this year. At the Oscars. Yeah, so The Farewell, she was uh, in that. Oh, she was Crazy Rich Asian. Crazy Rich Asian she was in. Uh, She's not the main girl, I don't think. Ocean's Ocean's 8, Jumanji. Jumanji. I just, and even I don't know. So she's been in several things recently. I just think she's kind of loud and annoying.
1: That's it. And her name is Aquafina. Do you know why? Why? That's not her real name. Right, obviously, it's not a real Her name. Her name's Nora. Nora Lum. Uh, she created the stage name Aquafina. Um, She's I don't. She's a rapper, isn't she? No, I don't. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't really care. But the I don't know what the Fina part is, but the Aqua is because she defines herself as so socially awkward, and she decided to just own it and not be ashamed of it. <laughs> Saw that on an Ellen interview. You see everything on Ellen. Yeah, interview. Yeah, but
0: she essentially took like. I wonder if she's like, all right, I'm going to be a rapper. Bro, dude, she's well, awkward. So, so what she's am relatable. I, what am I going to do for my rapper name? Uh, she I'm really takes awkward. takes a drink out of a water bottle, looks at the water bottle. It's Aquafina. Aquafina. Huh. By the uh, Coca Cola company. Right? Or is that Dasani? Uh, that's Dasani. Oh. Aquafina. Oh, by the Pepsi company. Probably not sponsored. Uh, Unfortunately, wow, that is a cool word. What if I just that sounds like aquafina? That sounds like awkward, and I'm awkward. what if I change it to spell it with a a w k w a fina? You just you you just said everything I said in unison. That's weird.
1: I know you, <laughs>
0: um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just it's I don't necessarily think her acting is bad. I just she's, think she's so,
1: but she's so awkward that it's relatable, dude. That's why Whoa, we love her. It's so meta, so meta. Sometimes I, I love wonder... seeing I love seeing real people in Hollywood. Gen Z is weird. What'd
0: you say? Gen Z is weird. She's not Gen Z, but the people that you're imitating are. Yeah, you're right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, uh, cool.
0: You have any honorable mentions you want to mention?
1: Shout out. Um, I I mean I will go watch Soul. Okay. Um, of course you will. Of course I will. Because I, I will be watching it. Other than that, I'm just gonna kind of roll with it. You know, Ooh, if yeah. something really piques my interest, I'll be like, we're going to that. Well, that's then
0: the no because I asked you what you're excited about, and that's what the honorable mentions would be—movies you're excited about.
1: You remember when you said your top five was hard? Mine was not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you just had five that that came out at you right away. I, yeah, really, I was only wavering between putting Soul on there or not. Gotcha. So, all right, yeah, cool beans.
0: Nice, dude. Well, there you have it. I, I am really excited for Jungle Cruise, Call of the Wild, No Time to Die, Top Gun, Maverick, and
1: Tenet. Tenet. And Wes is very excited about it. Let, let me see if I can get them memorized. Oh, okay. No Time to Die. Hmm. Struggling What high. was your number four, Wes? Oh. You forgot Wonder in, Woman. Wonder Woman was number four. 1984. And then Onward, and then Top Gun, and then Black Widow.
0: Yes. Truth. All right. Uh, there you have it. And I predict that all of those movies will do fairly well in theaters. Yeah,
1: probably. But I don't think those are very bold. Predict- that's a very bold prediction to say. Well, that. maybe one of my bold predictions is pertaining to that. Oh, well, speaking of bold predictions, uh, it's, we have each prepared. We had to be somewhat outrageous today. Yeah,
0: we our next kind of segment that we're doing small segment small segment we just wanted to make a few kind of bold predictions mm-hmm. for 2020 2020 in the entertainment sports whatever yes, in uh, whatever whatever we want whateverness i'm i still honestly haven't picked one of mine uh but we're calling this hot take bold prediction mm-hmm. and downright outrageous so yes. we each have three predictions ready right and they get progressively more outrageous yes. until the downright outrageous one mm-hmm. cool uh
1: wesley Yes. What is my hot take?
0: You have already gone first, so I will go first. Oh, okay. Do that. (laughs) Actually, I'm picking a
1: number between one and ten. What is it? Seven. No, it was three. I go first. (laughs) Uh, All right. My... It works good, doesn't it?
0: (laughs) My number one... Your hot take. uh, Excuse me. My hot take. For... 2020, I think Apple or Amazon will purchase... Netflix, oh, for over a hundred and fifty billion. That's my hot take. Okay, and and I know this has been kind of a a developing story. I know a lot of people think that that uh, Netflix will get bought out soon. It hasn't really made sense yet for Apple or Amazon to Do so. pull the trigger, but they both have streaming services. They're both not great, and Netflix has seen their stock go down a little bit because mm-hmm. Disney, Disney plus. plus yeah and I don't think I mean I, pe- some people have said that Apple should buy Disney which I was like can they and then I looked at their kind of like total worth uh, and they can and they definitely can they're like four times the size wow yeah which is nuts yeah uh, yeah Apple and Amazon are like two of the only companies that could buy Netflix because um, wow Netflix is like 13th biggest company or something in the in the world uh, but yeah Cool. I just think it's bound to happen at some point. Yeah. Why not now? Why not now? Uh, And if it was going to happen this year, it would be Apple
1: or Amazon. Okay. All right, then. Yeah. I like that. Well, my hot take, Perry. Tom Brady leaves New England. All right. Yeah. Is that that man? Where do you think he's going? I don't have a clue. Don't have a clue, but you think he's gone. I think he's gone. And why is that? Well, they flopped. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. And I think he's... His contract's over, like he's free agent now, uh-huh. tech, whatever, you know, whatever those contract money rules are. Sure, sure. And I think there is a major, what do I want to call this, foot measuring contest. <laughs> Between him and Bill Belichick. Between him and Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah. And I think the man that will not care the most is Bill <laughs> Belichick. And I kind of firmly believe that Bill Belichick will remain successful without him. Wow. With who at quarterback? Jared Stidham? Uh rumors I've seen lately is Bill Belichick is willing to go after Andy Dalton. Wow, okay. And here's why. Philip Rivers could be an option as well. He might be out in Well, I I one of the things that I've also heard is that the LA Chargers could be a spot for Tom Brady. Here's wow. what I think. Tom Brady's numbers were bad this yes, year. They was, were not good. He was not good this year. Um but I in my mind I can't sit here and say Tom Brady's not good at football. And I think Tom Brady wants to prove that he's good at football still at what is he 42? 43. 43, I 43. Think. yeah. And Bill Belichick all he wants is someone to run his system.
2: <laughs> That's right? true. So, yeah. he doesn't I, care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care.
1: So, I think I think Tom Brady walks. Do you think that the Patriots make the playoffs next year if Tom Brady walks?
2: <clears throat>
1: well, let's look at the let's look at the AFC East. Their only challenger is going to be the Bills. Bills were good this year. Bills were decent this year they won 11 games. They won 10 games. Oh, you sure? Yeah, they were 10 and 6. Okay. They were 10 and 6 and they threw away the game to the Texans.
0: Yeah, there was definitely a case of uh How do I put this kindly for Josh Allen? Um choke. Yeah. He looked like the walk on to Deshaun's Deshaun Watson's all-American Yeah. uh in the fourth quarter of that game. Yeah. Just because like he was so many
1: bad choices. He was making bad choices. So I think Bill Belichick, get yourself a competent quarterback. I think Andy Dalton would actually be a fine option to run his system. Interesting. To be honest, Andy Dalton's a game manager in the first place. Not a good one, though. Well, his team is really bad. And he had Marvin Lewis.
0: Yeah, he did have Marvin Lewis, which <laughs> the, uh, the Cowboys were interviewing. interviewing. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, I, was, I was actually fingers crossed that they would pick Marvin Lewis. That would have been <laughs> hilarious. I would have loved to hear Stephen <laughs> yeah. A. Smith talk about it. <laughs> That's what's called a callback. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. That's my bold. That's my, my hot take. That's, was, <laughs> that's right? your hot my take. hot yeah, take. Yeah. Hot take was, was right. was that Tom Brady is gone from the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans. We love for you. For doing that. We Tajay love Sharp. you. Tajay Sharp. And, and, big, and, big, <laughs> and big trust King Henry. Big trust King Henry. <laughs> All right. I got a bold prediction list. I'm ready. It is the highest grossing movie of, this, of 2020 will be... None other than Mulan. Okay. I can see it. And this is why I think in 2020 is when China will finally become the biggest movie market in the world. Okay. It's been trending that way for a while. I think China will probably do it this year, and it's a pretty good year for it because Mulan is coming out and is a very... like Chinese culture. Mulan is very cherished. The the original anime movie in Chinese culture, I think... Disney was very careful to try to respect the culture in this movie, yeah. and I think it will be a box office smash hit in China. So, so yeah, I think this movie will pull in something like five hundred mm-hmm. million to six hundred. So probably probably about five hundred million in the United States, and then China will probably kick in about seven hundred million okay. to to about one point two billion, which will be. The, beat out uh the really only contenders are like bond no time to die right. um fashion furious will will probably they're making a ninth movie i can you believe it it will probably <laughs> it will probably top a, a billion but I, I i think mulan could still beat it and then minions <laughs> <Dang> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> i think the i think the public's gonna get smart on this one i i, I hope no they're not i really no, hope they're not the original Min minions movie made a billion dollars and it was awful I hope the public gets smart. I'm optimistic. I see this one making about 600 to $700 million, but I think the projections for it are actually, like, more than the original. Uh, movie. So we'll see. I hate
1: society. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Public. Oh, man. How much do you really oh, oh, man. know about movies? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, that
0: was my bold prediction. Mulan is the box office winner for 2020 worldwide. All right. Well, my
1: bold prediction is also a movie. Okay. But mine is a flop. Okay. Biggest flop? I think Black Widow flops. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Your number one movie you're most excited for is a flop. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna like it. Right. Okay. I am. A f- I think people are gonna walk into a Marvel movie and they're gonna be mad that there's no superheroes. Mm. At least none of the ones that they like. Okay. You know. And so you think a ratings flop? Ratings flop. And I think after first two weeks, people are gonna be like, "Not worth seeing. Don't go see it." And then okay. it's not gonna make as much money as they gotcha. thought it would. I, I think it's gonna flop. Okay. Do you got like? A, do you have like a range of like?
0: I think, Rotten I think I think or rot- Imbd score. I think Rotten
1: Tomatoes. I don't. Th- I mean, IMDb, it's DB. Ri-
0: that's what it is, not BD.
1: Yeah, D D. I I think Rotten Tomatoes. It'll probably be like in the fifties and sixties. Wow. It's not going to be a bad movie. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I just. I think that's possible. I yeah. think it's going to be something that Marvel fans would be like, "Oh, dang it!" <laughs> it's going to be like the Incredible Hulk. Oh, you don't have to watch that one. Interesting. All right. So, do you think? So, I have a ranking of all Marvel movies.
0: Uh, where do you think? In your like of all twenty three, mm-hmm. you see this one falling like as far down as like probably like eighteen. Oh, okay, all right,
1: yeah, I think it'll be down there. All right, Wes said it here first, folks, but I'm still gonna go watch it. So I'm gonna help. Black the cause. Widow is gonna flop. Mm-hmm. Okay, Wesley, time for... for the outrageous. I have a
0: downright outrageous. Dude, what if our outrageous are the same prediction. thing? Wouldn't that be
1: weird? I don't think it is, but okay. On August fourteenth of twenty twenty. Okay, yeah, it's not the same thing. August
0: fourteenth, twenty twenty. If you guys are listening to this on August fourteenth, twenty twenty, check the news because Andrew Luck has just announced his return oh. to the NFL. I would love that um, solving the Colts quarterback the Colts problems, and we, and we rejoice. <laughs> we throw parties in the streets. <laughs> Andrew Luck had a nice year of being healthy and enjoying his spending quality time, time with, with his wife. wife. How did you know I was going to say that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and then he realized oh, how much he loves football and how much he loves those boys, and how much, and how much better he is than Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> he had a hard time watching Jacoby the last few years of him, th- or last few weeks of the season, while he continuously threw the ball two feet over the receiver's head mm-hmm. into the arms of the defense. Uh, yeah i think it's gonna happen i mean now let me say this bold this downright outrageous prediction it's not me saying like i actually firmly believe this is happening and if it doesn't happen i will be shocked but i wouldn't i am going to make the prediction that it does happen because i ha i think that there is enough evidence to support it Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and i would love it if it happened i am slightly partial in that manner okay (laughs) more than slightly okay yeah, so Andrew Luck returns August fourteenth, which is 14th. A Friday, and I did go back and look at all the other times when like a Brett Favre or somebody else came out of retirement and see if there was any correlation with the days. Not really, so I just picked one. <laughs> it's gonna be after OTAs right. because nobody wants to participate in that if they don't have to. Right <laughs> before preseason, and he's t- a- after training camp, before preseason, and he's
1: Andrew Luck, so he's gonna be fit anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, are you ready for my outrageous? Let's hear it. On February second, at around. Somewhere between 10 and 10 30 p.m. What? <laughs> the Vince Lombardi trophy will be handed to Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee the Tennessee, T- Tennessee Titans. Titans. All
2: right, boy. <laughs> well,
0: let's go, Titans. Let's
1: and the MVP will be none other than Ryan Tannehill.
0: Ryan Tannehill. All right. That is even bolder. I, I okay, that's not true. I was gonna say that's even bolder than saying the Titans win. But if the Titans win. That's the that's probably the second guy I would think would win behind Derrick Henry. So that's nice. Well, here's what I think is going to happen. They're going to have to pass a little bit that game.
1: I think that what will happen is it look it's looking like right now the Chiefs are going to go to the AFC Championship game.
0: I was hoping for that 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 uh, that AFC South uh,
1: one two. only yeah uh, AFC title game. Yeah, Patty Mahomes is starting to go off. Anyway, they've scored six straight touchdowns. I so. think what happens is. Derrick Henry continues to be himself in the AFC Championship game, and they roll on through Kansas City, just like they did. Not just like they did at Baltimore, because, you know, not the same team. And then they get to the Super Bowl, where they play the Niners, mm. who stopped Derrick Henry, and then they have to use Ryan Tannehill.
0: So they beat him on in the air. They the beat air. him in the air. Okay. You know what that tells me is that, and I think it's possible. The offensive line is going to have to be huge that game because yeah. this, the 49ers were... A big front four. Big. Uh, but their offensive like line has been good. I like that. So I like that pick. Uh, somebody, say, somebody that we're going to have on the pod soon is a uh, big Titans fan. Really? Uh, Tom Bancroft. No way. He's a Titans fan? He's a big Titans fan. So this is just a little exciting tidbit for you guys. Um, I thought it was appropriate to... Give a little promo, maybe. A promo. A little promo. A look look into the future. Um, We're going to have a nice little interview with, I'll go ahead and call him legendary Disney Mm. animator, Tom Bancroft. He has animated for pretty much all of the the biggest movies Mm -hmm. in the Disney Renaissance era from 1990 to about 2002. Um, He was an animator and he... Uh, I mean, he animated for Lion King. He was uh, he was on the team that animated Pocahontas's character specifically in the Mm. movie Pocahontas. And he was the supervising animator. So pretty much in charge of the whole team um, that did Mushu in Mm -hmm. Mulan. So this is a big year for him because Mulan is coming out. uh, And he also has a great podcast, which we'll probably talk about when we have. He's kind of a big deal. He is kind of a big deal. And we're excited to have him on. And he's a big Titans fan. Yeah. And right now we are, too. And right now we are we are too for sure. For I, sure. Yeah, they're gonna win. So he'll be on in a couple weeks. So what
1: if by then the Titans are prepping for their Super Bowl? That'd be great. We can talk to him about it. Wow. That'd be awesome. I would die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you wouldn't because you just, I
1: would live. You'd be so
0: excited. <laughs> I would live. <laughs> uh, yeah, good stuff though. That that I like that. So just to rehash, I I predicted or my my hot take was Apple or Amazon purchases Netflix in twenty twenty for mm-hmm. over 150 billion. Mulan is the highest grossing movie of 2020 is my bold prediction. And then my downright outrageous is that on August 14th of 2020, <laughs> Sir Andrew Luck returns to the NFL <laughs> and, oh his, my God. and his rifle arm and that Twitter account comes back.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> general. What is it? Yeah. Like General, general Andrew Luck or something. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Oh, and then my hot take is that Tom Brady walks away from New England. Uh, the bold It's just bold prediction. Yeah. It's called bold prediction. Bold prediction black widow flops still gonna watch it but it flops yeah. and downright outrageous the tennessee titans avenge their loss of the greatest show on turf yeah and win and Super win Bowl. and Tannehill's mvp and Tannehill's MVP. great and great and comeback
0: player of the year guys i'm pretty sure if if us predicting things isn't exciting enough for you then what are you doing <laughs> <Because> <laughs> pretty predicting things is exciting oh, pretty soon you're gonna find out that we're prophetic <laughs> absolutely all six of these things are coming true all of them if they all come true we should absolutely be on like the news somewhere you're right finally before we leave you this has been a great episode honestly i I just missed perry i've had a lot of fun
1: Missed you guys too, but I mainly missed. Oh, Perry.
0: absolutely! Missed all of you. Missed getting back on the grind. The grind. We've got some really exciting content coming for you guys. Um, At least we're collaborations. Collabs. Um, some great guests. Some great topics.
1: And not all of them are Disney. A lot of them are. <laughs> we'll see. We'll Once see. Disney buys everything, then give they us, will all be. Give just... us your topic suggestions. What, what if what... someday Disney buys the entertainment industry, like as a whole? Yeah, and monopolies are back. And then, and then. All of our topics have to be at Disney
0: because they are the world. At the moment, I would say I wouldn't be upset with that, but then I probably would by that point. Okay. So we'll see. But yeah, if you guys have great topics you want us to break down or just things you're interested in, let us know. Let us know. You can find us on Facebook. Instagram. Instagram
1: at banter underscore pod, pod. Yes, and we absolutely. we love the DMs oh
0: absolutely please send us a DM I Get love in the Insta if you, if you are listening to this you have an Instagram but you are not following us on Instagram go moosey on over you there might as the well made. go you might as well go slap your mother because that's type rude. your ugly little fingers into the screen and say don't, don't tell me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if your fingers are ugly use your toes okay
0: how about this <laughs> take your little chicken fingers over <laughs> to the screen type in at banter underscore pod or just type in banter, I hardly know her. Yep. Either way, and press the little follow button.
1: Yes, the follow.
0: That is how you will stay up to date with all of our happenings. Hap, hap, happenings. hap, hap. Hap, hap, anyway, uh,
1: the, last you... thing, the last thing. The oh, last thing. Oh, that's so and sad. The last final thing
0: on this episode. We're starting the Banter Movie Club. Indeed, we are. Perry, would you like to explain what that is? Oh, indeed. Thanks for asking, Wes. Mm-hmm. The Banter Movie Club, we wanted a way to not only encourage us to watch more more movies that we have not seen before. Right, we, hang,
1: we want to hang out more.
0: Diversify uh, We love our, that. Diversify our palette for movies. Indeed. But also to hopefully get some of you guys involved watching some of these movies with us uh, and so we can talk about them on the show and you guys can, ha- you know, you guys can relate because you have seen some of the movies hopefully in the previous week and uh, also send us your opinions after you watch it on, on the DMs or whatever. Um, we'd love to hear from you about that. So in a jar currently in front of me, labeled into my hand, (laughs) labeled Banter Movie Club, are 24 movie titles. Eight of these movies were suggested by our community. um, And then eight were suggested by me. And eight were suggested by me. me. Yes. So all of which are movies that one or both of us has not not seen before. So, yeah. With that being said, we're going to pick one movie every other week. Um, So it's not an every week thing. And the following week, we're going to talk about the movie. Because we we watched it. Because we watched it. And then the following week, we're going to draw another movie. Yes. And then the following week, we're going to watch it. Or talk about it. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be huge. Yeah. So here we go. We're going to draw the first movie. Wes is going to stick out his little hand. And a movie has fallen out. What is it?
1: The movie title is... Ah. Perks of being a wallflower. Perks of being a wallflower. Emma, Emma Watson, though, uh,
0: <laughs> if you notice. <laughs> oh no! Um, all right, we will watch
1: that. Yeah, so you should watch it too. So watch that with us. Perks think, of this Being is one, This is one that neither of us have seen. Well, let's
0: right? Let's look this up. Yeah, I've never seen this. Perks of Being. There's a- only a few that neither of us. So have seen. So you put this in, West? Correct. I did. This is from my list. So this is a 2012 dramedy comma. Co-
1: comma dramedy
2: dramedy
1: <laughs> comma is that what you said <laughs> dramedy comma comedy drama it's, it's like it's a, c- dramedy comma it's like a semicolon but not <laughs> we love punctuation here
2: we love
0: saying words that make sense um this movie got an 86 percent around tomatoes 8 out of 10 imdb so great great yeah. i'm excited um. who else is in it we've got Logan Lerman Emma Watson Logan Lerman Ezra Miller, Miller. I know who that
1: is May Whitman May Whitman
0: Nina Dobrev alright don't know where we can get our hands on this but we're gonna watch it guys watch Perks of Being a Wallflower with us send us a DM uh, if you or, know how to stream or it. send us a message on Facebook and we can talk about it I'll probably yeah we'll figure it out it would be great I'll probably post something on the Facebook page and
1: that's probably best yeah yes quite
0: Great. Perks of Being a hey, Wallflower is the first ever movie of the Banter Movie Club, and we'll talk about it with you next week. But until then, Wes. Until then. Oh, so we get to sign out for the first time in 2020.
1: That's whack. Is it whack? I'm whacked out. <laughs> well, I'm quite hydrated and a little hungry. little hungry, but.
0: Am, are we humble? Are
2: we humble?
0: Well, we will see you guys next week. Until then. By see, we mean speak in we the We mean microphones. speak and you will hear us in your ear. Until then. Stay hungry. Stay humble. And stay, stay
2: hydrated. hydrated.